0: This was going to be the best sleepover ever. I just finished sixth grade, and after an extended campaign of begging our parents, they'd finally agreed to let a group of eight of us sleep over at my friend's house. Our class in school was small, and most of us, including me, were about to transfer to a much larger junior high for seventh grade. I was excited about the shift but I was also anxious. And the thought of a giant sleepover with my friends before school started was very reassuring. We had a great start to the night. We had tons of soda. I think we might have watched an 80s action movie movie starting the uh, future governor of California. And my friend's parents let us stay up late. We all piled into their basement for the night and started started to settle down around 11.30. A few minutes later, our night and our friendships all changed for the worse. One of my friends whispered if we were ready to go and a few voices responded that they had supplies and were ready. Some of my friends had come up with a plan to sneak out of the house and to spray paint the school we would just left. I hadn't heard about that plan until that moment and I suspect now that a few other people hadn't heard about it either. I didn't know what to do. This seemed like a really bad idea. And I had that feeling in my stomach that you get when you know something is wrong but you're just not sure how to get out of it. People started passing around cans of spray paint and arranging their sleeping bags with pillows from the couch to make it look like they were still in them. When my closest friend turned to me excited and asked if I was ready, I blurted out a lie that I had to get up early the next morning. I did have to get up earlier than they did, but not that early. I then quickly came up with an excuse that perhaps I should stay and guard the basement in case his parents came down while they were out. My friends said that sounded good, and everyone else gathered their things to leave. I can still remember feeling so strongly that I didn't want them to go. This was a bad move. And the words were so close to coming out of my mouth, but they didn't. Why do you think I froze in that moment? Will? Because you didn't want them to judge you based on what you were going to say? I didn't want them to judge me based on what I was going to say. Peer pressure. Peer pressure. Why Yeah, these were my only friends. I was going to a new school and I was scared about it. Ryan. There's more than you. Sure, there's a lot more of them than me. You Oliver. You didn't want to lose friendships? I didn't want to lose those friendships. I didn't sleep while my friends were out. Between being scared, his parents would come down and worried about my friends. I was just too riled up. They came back a few hours later and were a bundle of nervous excitement. I think some people were a little stunned at what they'd done and were joking to try to ease the pressure and guilt that they felt. We all went to bed quickly after that, but I don't think people fell asleep for quite a while. It didn't take long for people to start getting caught. If you're thinking about spray painting the school that you just attended for six years, I have two pieces of advice for you. First, just don't do it. Second, if you do do it, don't spray paint your own name on the school. It makes the hunt for suspects fairly straightforward. Along with the school, my friends had spray painted parts of our town, and they had scratched up several cars with their keys. Everyone was caught in a day or so and they all had to spend time cleaning the school in the rain, working to pay for money to, to, for the damage to the cars, and I think some community service. Since I didn't leave that night, I didn't get in any official trouble. Our group wasn't the same after that. We started our new school shortly afterwards, and we slowly all drifted apart. I felt relief that I hadn't gone out that night and that I hadn't gotten in trouble, but also a lot of guilt that I hadn't done anything to stop my friends. I hadn't helped them. I hadn't prevented this bomb from going off in our relationships and our lives, and I could have. I slowly made new friends at this new school, as did others, but I still wish to this day that I had that night back. Every year we speak about the difference between doing what is popular versus doing what is right. The difference between giving in to our desire to be liked, our desire to please others, our desire to avoid being unpopular and our ability to trust our inner voice, our inner sense of what is right. The difference between popularity and respect. Why do we want to be popular? Tayo. Uh, makes it feel makes us feel good. Feels good. Why? Makes us feel less alone. Can make you feel less alone. Sammy. I feel like you're a part of than makes you feel part of something bigger than yourself. Ian. They give you stuff. It, it comes with stuff, right? Popularity. People know who I am, right? Maybe it comes with some privileges. Porter. The people you look up to are often popular. Sometimes the people you look up to are popular. Say, Pip, that Pip, yeah, like, like if you Yeah, it's built into us to want to be with other people to not be left behind. Is that Mila? Makes you feel important. Tail. Recognition. Recognition. These are all sound like very good things, right? Um, now think for a moment of someone you respect. Someone that you look up to. What do people do who earn our respect? James. Treat people with kindness. People with kindness. Do
1: the Christian. right thing at the right
0: time. Do the right thing at the right time. Olivier. They care for us. Jackson. They have a good moral compass. Michael. They don't judge you by your mistakes. They don't judge you by your mistakes. Why? They show a lot of selflessness. Wesley. They call you out for for those mistakes, maybe without judging you, but they call you out on them. Rob. They stop and think. They stop and think. When I look back on that night, there are several things I know now that I wish I had known then. First, I was confused about what being loyal meant. How many of you have ever felt caught between feeling loyal to a friend and loyalty to do something you felt was right? Not, not an uncommon feeling for us. Back then, I thought that being loyal to a friend meant that I only had two choices when I did something wrong. Go along with it or just keep to myself. Today, I know that if I really care about someone, if they are truly a friend and someone that matters in my life, I have to do more than just being a bystander. I have to speak up for them as much as for me. Second, I thought all conflict was bad. I thought if I get into a fight with this over my friends, that's automatically bad. Conflict itself is not bad. Heated arguments in themselves are not bad. How we work through conflict is what makes it productive or unproductive. No meaningful relationship in your lives will be without conflict. And the sooner we embrace dealing with it in a positive way, the healthier those relationships will be. Third, I was confused about how people lose friends. In the moment... As someone mentioned, I thought I would lose friends by saying something. By saying something uncool, by saying something that would make them not like me, leave me behind from the tribe. Today, it is clear to me, it is crystal clear to me that I lost those friends by not saying something. I lost my friends by being silent. Fourth, I wasn't practicing these principles in the little moments so I wasn't ready when a big one came along. Practicing small moments of doing what's right, even when it might not be popular. Asking a friend to tuck in their shirt, asking them to change out of big dogs a few minutes before first so we can all be on time to a meal, keeping our language as clean as a long walk shirt. These little moments are like batting practice on Hobbs Field. Take your batting practice here so you are ready when the big moments come in your game. That practice will pay off because having to choose between popularity and respect does not go away as you get older. It does not go away as you get older. This challenge is like one of these evergreen pines above us. It always has needles, no matter what season of your life you are in. Pasquani is a wonderful place to practice doing the right thing. There are very few communities that I know that celebrate and value doing what is right, especially when it is hard, as much as we do here. It is one of the most important lessons of friendship and leadership. Some of the people we meet here become friends for our whole lives. One of the reasons I think that happens is that our friendships have a foundation of respect. When people show us here that they care about doing what is right as much as we do, and they have the courage to act It deepens and fortifies our relationships and gives them length and endurance. So remember, seek to earn the rewards of respect. If you care, act. Don't run from conflict, embrace it productively. Speak up to keep your friends. Practice, practice, practice. Let us rise and sing Amazing Grace.